0: Dear listeners, we've been doing the Kid Coach Conversations for a couple of years now, recording hundreds of amazing conversations with kids, which have been downloaded thousands of times. We thought it would be a good time to review our top five episodes and play them back here for you on the podcast. If you are a new listener, you'll find these a great introduction to new and fun ways we can connect with our kids while getting them to think more broadly and deeply about the world around them. If you're a long-time listener and have heard these before, then see what you can pick up the second time around as the children always have the most amazing thoughts. My name's Kevin, founder of KidCoach App, and I do hope that you enjoy our top five episodes. Okay, so Micah, this is an interview question that you might get asked at 11 plus or other school interviews. And the question is very simply, what is your favorite subject? What is your favorite subject? Ooh, science. Science. Okay, very interesting. Tell me why.
1: No, not science. Art.
0: That was a big change. Okay. It's fine to have more than science one subject, is my way.
1: second favorite subject. Art is my most favorite subject.
0: All right, so tell me why. Why do you love art so much?
1: I love art because it's very creative. I'm good at it. Plus, I also want to become an artist when I grow up as well.
0: Hmm. Do you think you have to be good at a subject to like it?
1: Hmm. I like it because I, I like being creative. Plus, it's very fun and relaxing. And it's very satisfying to paint.
0: Okay, so what kind of also, art is it? Just and I, painting?
1: And I also like it because um, because I'm good at it. Um, I I don't just do painting. I do charcoal drawing. I do sketching. I do clay, um clay things. I I, I, uh, I carve things. Uh. uh paintings as
0: well, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So hey it's great that you love it so much, sounds like you're good at it, um, it sounds like maybe you even want to be an artist one day um, and there's I lots of artists... I just said that! And, right, so I'm just summarizing. Oh, yeah, so, okay. in a, so in an interview you probably don't want to do that, right? You probably don't want to say to the interviewer, I just said that already. Because actually, you know what, what people do sometimes in a conversation, which is a very helpful thing to do, is to summarise, right? Because why, why is that helpful? Why me summarising what you've just said back to you? Why, why is that a helpful thing to do sometimes?
1: Hmm. Because then you know the person was listening to
0: you. Yes, exactly. So if I'm summarising what you've said to me, then I'm demonstrating to you that I've listened and I've understood, right? So I haven't just listened and it's gone in one ear and out the other. I've understood. And I've processed it.
1: There's a hole in your ear and it's going to your face. And then it goes to the other side and it goes straight through the hole in the other ear. Mm-hmm. And then it drifts away in the breeze to let everyone else
0: know. Well, that might happen some of the time. That's, <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's not what happened here, right? Because when you summarise, <laughs> um, you know I'm listening, right? So it's... Um, <laughs> So it's fine. You, by the way, welcome to do the same, right? If I say something, you're welcome to say, "Well, all right." So what you're saying is, da, 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 and that's also fine. So, art. You love art, and maybe you want to be an artist. Um, what would the world look like if there were I'm no summarising it again? What would the world look like if there were no artists?
1: Plain, boring. It would, because you also, like, for day-to-day things, like, let's say you've got a cardboard box, and it's from a shop. And, like, I've got a Fortnite Mason box. It's oh, that I'll, is blue.
0: Sorry, Mahika, Mahika, you probably don't want to touch that because it's making lots of noise. And
1: it's blue. So, you need paint to colour that. Like bricks. You also sometimes need paint to colour bricks. You need paint to colour a computer. Or paint to cover your colour your headphones. You need paint and um, you need art for day-to-day things. Mm-hmm. Like um like even for your recycling bins, you need green and white paints to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was no museums, it would be really boring because when you went into the museum, there would be nothing, just nothing. You also, it would just be colourless, like black and white, just black and white. And like, inside my house, I've got different colours, of walls. If I didn't have any coloured walls, it was just black and grey and white, then it wouldn't be quite exciting to come into my house and have a play date.
0: And it wouldn't be quite welcome with Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, art allows top. you to have lots of different colours um, keeps things exciting, lets you be creative as well. Um, so, so, fair enough. So, listen, so art is your favourite subject, science is your second favourite, um, and you're eight years old at the moment. So, I mean, how do you think your favourite subjects will change or might change as you grow up? You have your thinking face on. Hmm. So let's try and imagine that. Let's say you're now twice your age, right? 16 years old.
1: Oh my gosh. I know. That's hard to
0: imagine. How cool would that be, right? You're 16 years old.
1: And my mum wouldn't let and my mom would let me do whatever
0: I like. <laughs> well all sorts of things would be different when you're 16, uh, but in terms of um, your favourite subjects, what do you think you'll be into?
1: Well I would... I don't know.
0: How I likely would, is it?
1: I think I would still doodle on my workbooks um, yeah, I still know I would do that. <laughs> um, I know I would still like the colour purple, but I don't know what subjects I would like. I think I would like English a bit more though. English is my third favourite subject,
0: mm-hmm.
1: as with maths. Maths mm-hmm. and English are my third favourite subjects.
0: So when you have a favourite anything, do you think it's, is it a permanent thing or is, does it change
1: as it the years it go will on. probably be a permanent thing because because I, start, I, I used to like scribble when I was younger and now I do proper things. So you I don't think like it art. will change. I don't think it will change.
0: Yeah you've always liked art. I mean having said that of course the, the subjects at school themselves change right and um, just now you're talking to me about coding I, I didn't learn coding when I was at school 20-30 years ago, but nowadays children do. Oh, um, so
1: now I can work out how old you
0: are. <laughs> I'm happy to tell you how old I am.
1: No,
0: <laughs> It's more fun trying to work it out. Yes.
1: Um,
0: so in another 20 or 30 years like you know subjects will change again.
1: Okay. So who
0: knows you might have a new favourite.
1: I don't think so. It's very
0: unlikely. I mean, how do you think subjects at school have changed in the past hundred years? Right? Uh, so because if we just take- in
1: the past hundred years, they did not have computers. They did not have Wi-Fi. They did not have Wi-Fi networks. They did not have Wi-Fi codes. They did not have headsets. They did not have special iPads. I... <laughs> They didn't have two iPads, they didn't have anything, they didn't even have a Wi-Fi network.
0: Okay, yeah it's all very true, Um, but but, you know to take it further the question is, you know, let's assess how subjects at school have changed in the past hundred years. How have subjects at school changed, do you think, as a result of all that technology that you just talked about? Okay, so
1: they 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 did maths, um, they didn't have proper paper, so they basically used rocks and um, and chalk. Um, subjects would have just maths, English. I don't think science. Um, think just a bit of science. I think they would have. They wouldn't have gone on school trips. Um, but yeah. They wouldn't even have schools, I think. I don't think they would have the schools that we have right now.
0: Why do you say that? Why do you think they wouldn't have had schools?
1: No, I think they would have had schools, but I don't think they would have schools like right now.
0: Yeah, look, what do you mean though, by like now? What what are schools like now?
1: Our schools right now are like um, more modern, where lots of people can come. They're huge. They've got swimming pools, they've got PE centers. They've got um, um proper classrooms. Like my school was founded by Frances Mary Buss. Frances Mary Buss um girls were in her time, girls weren't allowed to do anything but clean and stay at home. Whereas boys were allowed to do everything. So then she started the school so that other other girls, so now I was uh, school is only girls, so she wanted other girls to have a good experience, so schools back then were, um, were just for boys, and they didn't really care about girls that much, so even schools that are for girls and boys, or just for boys, there would be, they would be um, girls teach, women teaching and girls teaching. As well, but in those times, they only had boys teaching because only boys um, were allowed to do jobs.
0: Yeah, there's a lot that's changed in schools, and I think you're absolutely right that the gender mix is one of them. So um, it's far more equal now- nowadays, and and rightly so. You know, perhaps in the past, education was seen as more a, a male thing to do.
1: Um, and plus, and- in some schools, the teachers used to be very mean and they and in some schools they didn't really care about the children who were who were actually doing it and they were just a bit mean to the children there but nowadays we have to be kind to everyone and there's no and race and we don't really like care about different skin color we just know that everyone has to learn it doesn't matter about what gender or
0: um, what kind of skin do you have? Yeah, well, no, well, well put. I couldn't agree more. There's a, there's a whole other question and discussion on that topic, probably, which we can get to at another time. But yeah, indeed, schools have, schools have changed quite a lot and the subjects within them have changed quite a lot. Like back to the boy-girl thing, you know, in the past, perhaps there's more of a focus on what's a traditionally a male thing, like um, woodworks and more kind of preparation for, for heavy labour type industries. And perhaps for the females more kind of the, the softer work around like embroidery or, or knitting or something like that whereas of course nowadays it's fully equal isn't it um boys and girls have exactly the same opportunity and so it's interesting how i think how you know the subjects evolve along with what's acceptable in society and you know every school is modern for its time but obviously <laughs> um schools 100 years ago look very ancient and old in their ways to, to us now So good stuff, Micah. Let's, let's leave it there. Um, well done. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or to search for Kid Coach App to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.